Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we have another Just Working It Out with one of our favorites on the show. Uh, he's back again, back from the north, uh, north of the wall. He's part of the King's Watch. He's, he's a Night's Watch. He's not the Lord Commander uh, because of monkey pox, but he is back again. Uh, welcome back, Jared. Yeah. Hello, I'm I'm the mysterious stranger, also known as Jarrett. Yeah, yeah, he's the mysterious stranger. Um, if you haven't played RuneScape, then you're fucking up. Wait, is that RuneScape or? I originally started calling myself mysterious stranger based off of the Elder Scrolls. No, and I remember you saying something about the Elder Scrolls mysterious stranger, but no, it's from the Fallout mysterious stranger when he comes out when you're in that system. Oh. And he helps out and he just kills your opponent. You sure it's not also RuneScape though? Isn't that the pop, the the random event, the world event? Yeah, but that's not what I based it off of. But you're right, there is a mysterious stranger in RuneScape. I wish all of you could see Jared right now. He is so fucking bloated from eating so I much. Too much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we uh, day two of celebrating my grandma's birthday. Uh, my oldest brother Chris and his family came over. And we had some fucking pizza, wings, uh, bacon, cooked bacon, fucking meshed with fucking brussels sprouts brussels sprouts thank you <laughs> jesus christ and then mexican macaroni which is literally just macaroni with uh tomato sauce and shredded cheddar cheese and bacon in it and it's just fucking amazing but yeah i think we ate a lot yeah i'm really glad i ate like really early this morning and that was it today because i ate way too much and i wasn't even honestly dude i was even telling myself because i knew chris was going to come over with pizza i was like yeah i'll have a couple slices of pizza have a bowl of macaroni. Mm-hmm. I think I had like fucking four slices of pizza, two bowls of macaroni, <laughs> fucking Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I easily, easily had like three slices of pizza, two or three, uh, three servings of uh, mac and cheese and yeah, and Brussels sprouts. And I should have stopped at plate one. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And then for that, you want to make it face your mouth. Uh, yeah, so we're back again uh, in person, though. You know, it's our second attempt at a in-person podcast unfortunately uh all of you out there will not hear the podcast that we recorded on november or uh, september 4th uh, which was this past or last sunday as you're hearing this 
literally a week from now. Um, I'm not posting this until September 12th. Yeah. But yeah, so Brandon, me, and Jarrett went to Korean barbecue. We were hanging out, and we had a great time at Korean barbecue. Jeez, how many plates did we 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 had? But oh, twelve man. plates. I mean, it was eight plates of brisket. So. Oh, then between everyone, everyone. Oh, God, we had a lot of food. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting sick just thinking about it. Oh, there's um, a lot of volcano chicken there. A lot of volcano chicken, a lot of brisket. There's probably at least thirty plates between the, all of us. Jared ordered Cajun shrimp. Jared, tell people how your Cajun shrimp turned out. Uh, well, Cajun shrimp was a complete joke because I had to work for it to get all the skin off in order to get to the meat, and to get and once I did that, this meat was completely shredded and still attached to the skin. So I out of the shell, I just gave up on that. Jared doesn't work for his food, people. I remember do work that for my food, just. Not that kind of food. Not that kind of food. Yeah, I didn't even think to tell you guys that like they were gonna have the tails on. I mean, literally everything. There's nothing that's not on the shrimp. It's, yeah. Thanks for the warning. Yeah. Sorry again, <laughs> Korean barbecue. That was a waste of plate. Will not be plate. ordering that again. Just the calamari. No. The calamari was fucking octopus. bomb. I didn't try the octopus. That's pretty good. I was too busy fingering it while I was cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like playing with his like fucking. His head was like split open and shit. Um. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Then we came back and then we recorded a podcast, and Which it was, was like a fucking great. It was a great fucking podcast. We were laughing our asses off. Uh, I think it was like an hour to hour and a half. Like it was a long fucking podcast. Yeah, too bad Brandon can't be here this time. Yeah, too bad. I mean, no, we're basically redoing it to an extent. Um, and yeah, it was it was fucking awful. And then I'm sitting here playing Pokemon Leaf Green on my GameCube, so it's on the TV while we're recording this. I'm soft resetting. For a shiny Charmander, and if you don't know what that means, um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, so Pokemon is a game <laughs> where you uh, capture, you know, animals and you train them. They're your friends, and you take care of them, and you, you know, go through the world. And I feel like I don't really need to describe I don't Pokemon know, to you people. Listen to the Just Works podcast. I'm, I'm yeah, sure I'm sure. What I mean, Pokemon I only. Is. I only have like fucking twenty Pokemon episodes or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you should know what Pokemon is by now. And then there's a variant called Shiny. It's a different coloration for Pokemon. Some of them look exactly the same. But Charmander is gold. Charmeleon is gold. And then Charizard's like a black with red wings. And the, his in, the inner part of his wings are red. And doing this back in the day is technically one out of 8,045. But some people have gotten so unlucky, it's taken up to 34,000 resets. Where are you at? 34,001? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I've been doing this for about 15 hours now of my life. Um, I do it while I'm driving. I, uh, I do it when I'm trying to sleep. I, do, I literally do it all day. Um, which is actually why I think I'm still doing it, though. It kind of creates like a story. Like, you know, it's like kind of exciting. Don't get me wrong, though. Jared's sitting here watching me do it. It's pretty boring. I mean, maybe it's exciting for you. Like, I didn't remember trying soft resetting for myself in the third gen for uh, Alpha Sapphire, and I gave up after an hour. Yeah. And this is something I've wanted to so do. Yeah, I'm very committed right now. I don't know how long it's going to last because <laughs> I won't lie to you, it's dwindling every time I do it. Uh, but once I found out about soft resetting, and this is something that I always wanted to do on Fire Red and Leaf Green with a Charmander. So it is kind of cool to be doing it now because I am replaying the games. Um, so yeah, I'm doing that while we're recording. Uh, hopefully I can get it while we're recording and be magical and maybe hear my reaction live or maybe I won't get lucky. I got a question. What's that? You ever just driving so, or you're so busy driving that you think that you may have missed out on a golden trimander? 
No, no. You are that focused on. Yeah, I can multitask. I'm very proud. You never get into a zone and just like forget to look at your screen and you're just, I just no, I just put it down. Fifteen minutes. Nope. Just soft resetting. I put it down. <laughs> I I I mean I gotten close. Um, I put it down though. Yeah. So I put it down and make sure that I double check it before I reset. Yeah. No, I'm very methodical. However, actually, I should explain soft resetting too since we're already deep into this. Um, so in Pokemon, you pick a Pokemon partner. And so right after I pick my partner and my rival picks theirs, I look at the Charmander, and if it's not shiny, um, on the GameCube controller, I press A, B, X, and the Start button, and it literally resets the game to when you open it. And so I repeat the process thousands of times. I mean, it's, it's technically gambling. Um, I repeat the process until I get the lucrative gold Charmander. And it can still have a shitty nature after all that's said and done. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, there's a, there's a couple of videos I watched where like the nature's like, what was it brave, brave, relaxed and mild or like some of the ones I saw today <laughs> when I was watching videos. I'm like, dude, that sucks. Like those are terrible natures. Brave is technically okay, I guess. Cause it's raise attack, lower speed, mm-hmm. but man, there's some shitty natures out there and I'm scared. I literally got four modest Charmanders, which is raising special attack, lowering attack yeah. in a row. And I was like, you couldn't just be shiny. One of you. <laughs> One of you fuckers. So yeah, anyways, that's what I'm up to right now, people, while we're recording. So it should not interfere with the show as it did not actually at all on Sunday when we were recording, which was pretty cool. You uh, interfered with our show last time? No. It just didn't record. Is it recording it, right now? It just didn't record. Let's let's double check <laughs> and make sure it's recording. Uh, why is it? Uh, yeah, we are still recording. We are eight minutes in. All right. As long as that little red button's on, <laughs> we're good to go. Uh, but Jared, uh, tell everyone what you're, what you're doing down here. You're on vacation right now, but why are you on vacation? Uh, yeah, I have two weeks vacation because uh, my job, or at least my unit for my department, only allows people to have two weeks of vacation off at a time, which is stupid. But that's politics, and we won't get into that. Um, but I'm down here just to enjoy the enjoy my time away from work. Uh, because I'm just recovering from an injury, and I really don't want to be in the office doing more office work. I did enough of it while I was at work. Uh, two weeks before I came off, uh, went on to vacation. You don't miss. <sighs> you don't miss being up there. I just had to like suck up a yeah, yawn to in, talk. I mean, nah, I saw that. In what way? What? In what way? What? I didn't finish yawning. No, I meant, not, what way do I miss being up there? Oh, <laughs> you're like, I, just, I saw it. I, you don't have to explain what you just did. Uh, I don't know, like, you don't miss your apartment? or No. Damn, really? No. I think I... Um, it's hot as fuck up there. I it's, really, it's the same temperature as it is down here. It's just way worse for whatever reason, Reading. I think the only time it didn't happen, besides maybe the very last day, was on our trip when we went to go visit Alex, mm-hmm. our road trip. I didn't miss home at all. Like, it was really nice. I enjoyed every bit of it. Oh, well, I mean, I, me. I enjoy reading, but I mean, outside of nature and all that, it's like, I don't really have anyone to hang out with up there as in family wise. True. Like, true. I, mean, I don't miss right? it in a way. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, when I'm, even like if I'm staying at someone's house, like and it's literally down the freeway or whatever, down the street, you know, when I was younger, I would still always like miss like my room. Oh yeah. My bed, you know, this, well, this room that we're in. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's not like that for you right now, currently? No, because, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's my apartment. It's not something I truly own. It's just 
a place that I have it and I'm okay with living there. But. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think everyone's different though. You know, it's not like a, cause I, I kind of call mine like a homesickness. Like I, I literally do get homesick, right. you know, um, when I was a fucking kid and I was staying at little Eric's house, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the family who basically, you know, not basically they showed me halo. Um, I remember literally two houses down the street, right? So I'm here. There's two to the left. That's where they are. Staying the night, I got homesick. Yeah, I think that's normal. I did, I did that in my childhood. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's why I hated to go staying at other people's friends' houses that night. But not not on Yipa. Yeah, not on Yipa. Yeah, I was going to say, I was always... Family. Sometimes I got homesick here. I think there was like one time where I did, where I actually went that back home. That was like the only time I get away from my house, so... Jesus. <laughs> Would you like to explore that, Jared? Uh, we might <laughs> down, down the road. Let's Maybe see. down the road. <laughs> Maybe on it, uh, just working it out, 5,000. Um... But no, I was just curious. Um, do you well, any- it's like I said, it's like I don't really have anyone up there. I don't live with anyone. I live by myself, so it's just it's yeah. just me up there. Maybe that's if what anything, it is, right? I'm the opposite. I'm homesick when I when I I just when you're up there, just like down the shit up in Reading. Yeah. Sometimes I go through some shit and I'm just like, eh, fucking this home. Yeah. But it's also probably liberating at times too, though, to be oh, on yeah. your own. I'm on my own. I get to do my own shit. Yeah, you know, if you want to jerk off in the living room, you can, you know. Yeah. You didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, well, I hyped it up to some people I talked about with the episode, so we're still going to ask your question to us. Which question? The question that you didn't mean to be a serious oh, question. Yeah. Um, because some... How some, massive are, are our shits? Yeah, so you asked the group chat, uh, you asked, how massive are our shits? And... You know, I took one today, and uh, it was huge. And I knew it was. Like, I knew when I was in the process, I was like, this is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, you know, they can they can go from, I think what I said on Sunday was they can go from, you know, where the water goes all the way to the, all the way to the water, the water is like peaking. Like, oh, it yeah, surfaces. Brandon. <laughs> well, Brandon, you know, Harry Potter, you know, you know, everyone knows Brandon by now. Um, you know, he's, he's a little guy, you know, you know, that's his charm. He looks like Harry Potter, but apparently he'd be just destroying toilets, you know, these days. What about you, Jarrett? You know, how massive are your shits since you're so curious about everyone else's shits? It's not regularly, but it's pretty common for me just to clog the toilet with just my shit. But I think... Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So is it like... I don't know if they want to hear our uh, shit stories. That's, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's like the beauty of the show, though. You just never know where it's going to go. Maybe you should take a poll if, you like, if people like hearing about shit stories. You know what? We'll do that. Yeah. So keep an eye out. On my Instagram at it just works studios. I don't even know. I don't even do my polls on there half the time. I get so much more traction on my personal Instagram. I don't know why the fuck I have the other Can one. Can you do polls on TikTok? I don't know. That's a good question. But the people who follow me on TikTok are like all a bunch of Halo people. Mm-hmm. I kind of like pigeon necked myself or bottlenecked myself into oh, like t- a certain TikTok. Yeah, like in a certain community. <laughs> Because I was trying to get to a thousand followers, because that's when you can live stream, you know. Oh, so yeah. like that's why I, I play this on the, the live, mm-hmm. and I've made my first dollar, by the way. Congrats! Yeah, thank you. I'm very proud of that. Um, <laughs> um, and a lot of the people that follow me or I follow are like just straight up like Halo mm-hmm. content creators, and so now when I stream Pokemon games, it's probably weird as fuck for some of them. Uh, a couple of them were like, dude, this is awesome. And I started talking to them about, like... Oh, that's good. Yeah, what I know about the games. And they're like, holy shit. So, you know, that's, like, something that we we were actually talking about on Sunday is how 
we you know we we were talking about if nostalgia is bad and because i always talk about nostalgia i always talk about the pokemon cards or you mm-hmm. know some of the you know collectibles that we would have wanted when we were kids as jared can see in here it still looks like i haven't aged today um but we were talking about that and so basically with that live stream it's cool to talk about the history of these games with people in my experience right. and that's something that we established that unfortunately no one will be able to hear uh, besides us being here and we knew what happened yeah uh is that basically i'm happy to preserve you know the history that we grew up with and the stuff that we grew up with so i don't think i don't think nostalgia is bad in terms of a fan of something um because it, i'm happy to to preserve that knowledge and share it with people as we go on because we're for those wondering what the fuck we're getting on about, we were talking about like Frankensons here in Southern California. If you haven't looked, heard about it, look it up. It's basically Disneyland for pop culture. Um, but we were talking about like swap meets and stuff we would find at swap meets, whether it be classic vintage Pokemon stuff or just anything. Uh, Godzilla stuff. And we were talking about KB Toys and Suncoast Studios. Just a lot of really incredible places to go shopping, especially when you were a kid. It was like heaven on earth. And so we were talking about how if it's bad that I'm so connected to the stuff that I grew up with till this day. And basically we led into a very awesome conversation about how it's just really cool to preserve stuff. And so that's like the short way of putting that conversation. Cause it went a long, it went on a lot longer than that, I would say, but that, that was a really cool way to put it. We'll see that conversation when Brandon's back on the podcast. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we'll have to still, you know, have it officially on, not just between the three of us, so that way people can hear it, because I thought that conversation was cool as fuck. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we're we're not repeating that podcast, because I remember what we were talking about now. But I, uh, we, I think I asked you guys, like, what your dreams? least... Dreams? Uh, we talked about dreams. Holy we'll save sh- that for another time. We'll save that for another time, too. So basically, the gist of that, real quick, though, is that I do plan on um, writing my dreams down, and so oh, we can right. talk about them, because they're, I keep having them all the time, and they're retarded. Have you actually ever written down your dreams before? No, but I, I'm planning on it because I had another one this morning that was stupid. Oh. Like, it was literally a work dream. And then I woke up and I was like, fuck, I thought I was work at, at work this entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, it legit bamboo- bamboozled me. Why, do you write your dreams down? Uh, Not normally. Like, I'm too lazy to do that. Uh, but Check there has out. been a few times. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like today you're like, oh, you know, dude, like. What does it take to transfer a Pokemon to Pokebank? And I was like, I, I'll explain it to him, but I know he's not going to do it, you know? And maybe one day. Like, I don't want to reset the games that are in my gun safe. Dude, I think <laughs> you could win the lottery. You can have all the power and money in the world and, you, and time, and you still wouldn't do it. I'll pay someone to... Uh... It's not the same. <laughs> God damn it. And that's what I was going to suggest to you, too, earlier. I was going to say, just go on eBay and buy a fucking complete cartridge or something. Yeah, <laughs> Where... but no, they're, they're the Pokemon that my sister uh, had when, in her childhood, so I was like, transferred over to the Pokebanks. That way, they're still there. Like, and then everything you can about that game is still from our childhood, so I'm trying to preserve everything before I re- reset it and play it myself. And then give it to me? Oh. No. He'll give I'll me an one of these days, goddammit. Um, no, that is cool, though. But no, back but, to... I hold on. What I have a game where you can do that. My Fire Red's complete. You can transfer everything to it from third gen. But I don't have a game console to play it with. But I wouldn't get rid of them. Oh, my Fire Red's gonna stay the way it is forever. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead about your dreams. Oh no, there's only been a few times where I've actually written down what I dreamt about, and I don't know where those notes went to. Um, it was either something really scary or something really crazy, and I was like, okay, this would be a cool story or something for something, but uh, it was. I can't remember what it was. I feel it's like not- I've had a mixture of both. I've had some scary ones. 
that like legit woke me up. There's a reason like, why I don't watch horror movies. Uh, is that why? That's one of them. That's one of the reasons why, because I'll legit have scary movies. Well, things. I remember, you know, we're not just a video game conversation today, but I remember like playing Halo 1 mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and the flood scared the fuck out of me. I was literally eight years old playing a mature rated game, and you know, it's fucking space zombies. Um, yeah. yeah, the flood scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, that got me good. Oh, that's right, because we were talking about zombies and apocalyptic dreams. Jesus Christ, we talked about a lot that day. Yeah, I mean, dreams are... How do you feel about dreams, though, like when you have them, you know? That depends. Uh, They're either super crazy or just wild in general to, like, everyday life and just stupid random shit. Yeah. I I feel like 80% of my dreams are just, like, useless. But I've talked to... I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but some of the dreams I used to have in high school were like legit things that happened like basically premonitions mm-hmm. like it would literally be like something as simple though like there was nothing serious but it, was, it could be something as simple as like the clock the hand on the clock turning to noon mm-hmm. but it would be like the exact classroom teacher friends around you know all the classmates what i was wearing like everything about it like it happened oh gotcha like i've had I mean, tons it's of almost like deja vu or you've had that dream and something similar happens in real life like months or years or down the road is like i had this dream once before or something similar to it but it's nothing exactly the same well this is why i want to start writing dreams down because this happened in the last this year i don't remember when it happened but it did happen this year Mm. uh i fucking saw somebody in a dream and then didn't know who they were and then saw them in real life like literally that week yeah who was this person just a customer it was a customer at a fucking (laughs) store but like her face like, I saw her face in a dream, and then I saw her shopping with, like, her fucking kids and shit. I'm like, do I know that lady? And it mm-hmm. took me all day to figure it out. I'm like, that person was in my fucking dream. And, I, and it's not like, uh, you know, her just sitting there in my dream. It was, it was almost like the same thing where I was talking about with high school, where it's like, you know, I look at the clock the exact same way. It was like, I also saw her in a store. Gotcha. But it wasn't somebody, I don't, I don't even know who this person is. Random as fuck. I don't know. I just feel like that shit's crazy. I don't. I think dreams are horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're beautiful and terrifying. You look like you had something to say. I do. I'm trying to think. <laughs> you, well, you you have something to say, or you're trying to think about something oh, to no, say. No, I'm trying to think of what I had to say. I mean, you know, uh, depending on how your night or how your dreams are or nightmares are, it could uh, be a indication of how your mental health is. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're someone that has a lot of nightmares. Or just, it's not really bad dreams, but legit nightmares. It's probably because you're either go see help or you're stressed and lying mm. about something. Or your mental health is just legit going down. Damn, my mental health is straight. Because my, my dream, <laughs> yeah, dude, my dreams are like dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, That's good. Like one of the ones I was talking about, and it's not the person who I'm with, but I was saying that my girlfriend, you know, we were in a car and we were parked in a car. And it was for like one of the fucking conventions. Like, oh, look at all these weeaboos. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. I woke up. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, like, I don't even go to conventions, let alone one where there's a bunch of weeaboos. Right. Which is fine if you're into that stuff. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. They, they trip me out. Did you ever see the movie Dreamcatcher back in the day? No. What is it? It's um, it's a movie called Dreamcatcher. I forgot the gentleman who's in it. He's he's in Band of Brothers. He's uh, He's got red hair, red I goatee. I have since my childhood. <sighs> Deep cut, then. Um <laughs> 
But basically, the dream catcher is like an alien in that movie, or it's like a, it's a creature. So is he's making everyone have these crazy dreams. Something's making everyone have these crazy dreams. I think it's the creature, and it, it scared the fuck out of me. I haven't gone back to watch it because uh, the movie came out shortly after Signs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and signs back in the day scared the fuck out of me where I was walking around the house with a goddamn water bottle every day just can't, just in case those aliens uh you know water's poisonous to them right but for whatever reason they traveled to a planet that's almost completely Some covered by water yeah <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if that's like a plot hole that people talk about with that movie but <laughs> uh, anyways tough crowd Jared's not reacting to this very well uh <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I think the dream conversation is fun. So that's why I want to write them down because I think it'd be really cool to like write down all of the dreams and kind of see like if anything adds up or if if, if an actual cool story comes out of it, you know? Yeah. Like let's say I dream about something and maybe it continues or whatever and I can write a cool little story then I can talk about it on the podcast. I can literally talk, I could read the story. Mm. I don't know. I thought that'd be really cool. If not, at the least, you have a journal of everything that you have dreamt of since you started writing that journal. And I think that would probably be more beneficial than just trying to create a story if you, you have nothing to create. Yeah. Well, just like people say with this Just Working It Out and how I'm the budget Joe Rogan, I'm trying to be the budget Stephen King of dreams. So, you Because if you didn't know that, all of Stephen King's movies are coming came from dreams of his. Oh, really? God damn it, Jarrett. Yeah, you didn't know that? I don't know this shit. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, you just I don't you, follow any uh, pop culture shit. Well, I was gonna say you also literally just said the two that you're not like interested in horror films. So well, yeah, I like Stephen. King's pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, like The Mist, you know, Pennywise, you know, It. Um, the Mist was legit. The Mist is fucked up, but all of that, all that stuff is from his head, mm. like just dreams. Like that's fucking crazy, man. I mean, The Mist is a fucked up dream. I mean, that ending, God, yeah, damn it. Ugh, that shit still stings. I cried. Spoiler alert. The guy, um, Thomas Jane, kills everyone. And then the military shows up. Yeah. I legit felt so much pain when I saw that. It was rough. Like, dude, that just happened. I'm glad they did it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it takes a lot of balls to do that, you know? To fucking have him kill his own son. You know, Mm -hmm. in a book, it's different, right? Because you're reading about it. Not saying it's not just as powerful. Right. It definitely is. But to visually, you know, see what he has to do in his mind. And everyone agrees. And then it leads to that, like, god damn it. That's a good movie. Um, Yeah, so how's everything else going, Jared? Um, It's going well for the most part, I can think of. Yeah. Just trying, working out every day, almost every day. Uh, Just my whole body, either walking or uh, just strength training. And then been working on uh, rehab and doing resistant exercise for my left ankle. Nice, nice. Because... a sprained ligament is the worst, and on top of that, my uh, Achilles heel is also affected somehow. So there's a lot going on with my ankle between the bad uh, ligament and several tendons. Sounds like a lot of fun. Oh yeah. So we went to a concert a couple weeks back now. Um, oh, that's right. Went that's saw, right. <laughs> we went to the House of Blues in Anaheim and saw Devil Wears Prada, Dying Wish, and Straight from the Path, which I have talked about on Core Collective. If you haven't listened to it yet. But uh, how did your foot do, you know, at the concert? I was having issues. I fucking, I got over them. I don't know what happened, but it literally felt like right here in my thigh, in my left mm-hmm. thigh. Your sciatica? Like a tear, Oh, though. Dude, yeah. So, like, because we were just standing still, you know, or, you know, obviously kind of head bopping and shit. Yeah. But, her head banging. Um, yeah, so I straightened out my left leg, and it literally felt like a burning, tearing sensation. Hmm. It was fucking scary. And then I'm fine. 
I, I don't understand what all this means. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably just a weight thing, I think, at this point. But uh, how did your foot? I had do? a rigid, uh, a rigid cast on my ankle uh, during the entire time of the concert because I was afraid that someone's gonna bump into me or something, and I was gonna have some kind of lateral movement on my ankle, and which would uh, create that pain again. But for the most part, standing still, my ankle is fine. What was killing me was my lower back. I don't know why. I just think it's standing still at a concert, man, or just standing at concerts. Like, that's why I stopped going back in the day because I just got tired of being in pain from standing. Mm -hmm. So you're working all day and then you go to a concert, which don't get me wrong, concerts are fucking dope. And it was a great time. I'm really glad we went. You Mm -hmm. know, the bands killed it. Um, If that concert was any longer, like an hour longer, I probably would have paid $50 for the VIP spot. I really needed to sit down at that point. (laughs) Yeah, I would say if it was longer and we hadn't tried to plan to go to Roscoe's, which, hold on real quick. Fuck you, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> we fucking... They say they close at midnight. We got there at 11, and they already had fucking cones in place to, you know, not let anyone in, which I totally understand. However, however, I, I understand the cook's got to go home. They want people to finish their food and have a good time in the last hour of their business. However, uh, every other Os- Roscoe's that I've been to, they always stayed open. You know, they always at least let people in if it was... We, we, dude, I have an hour to order eat you fucking make my fried chicken omelet and give me a couple waffles like bro i will be out of there by midnight i promise you mm. that and then we went to fucking disgusting ass we went to fucking denny's like, instead of roscoe's so bad before well actually i lucked out but you guys did not really yeah dude my grand sandwich was fucking amazing <laughs> and then the fucking cinnamon pancakes which i've never had before the cinnamon roll pancakes not gonna lie, till this day I'm still impressed. Mm. So yeah, but Eric's food fucking sucked. Eric was pouring maple syrup out of a container, and it literally sounded like he was jerking something off. <laughs> um, I mean, to a T. I wish I recorded it so I could play it in here as a fucking sound bite. But uh, yeah, how was that Denny's for you, Jared? It was just that bad. I it was fucking below average. Yeah, I fucking hated it. Pretty bad, huh? What did you order again? Mm, just fucking eggs, bacon, and two pancakes. And it was the worst f- fucking breakfast I've ever had. Well, I'm glad 28 minutes in, I just changed your volume. So now you sound even better. Do I sound better? You sound a lot better. Are you sure. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You don't have to whisper anymore. No, it's I'm just not- trying to make it worse. No, it's not making it worse. It just it sounds great now. God huh, damn it. Well, sorry to everyone listening to this. <laughs> I haven't done in person recording in a really long time. If you couldn't tell, uh, maybe I'll just plan it a little bit better. You know, that'd be great. It's a learning experience. And it's just working it out. You know, it's about the friends we made along the way. Exactly. Even though we're family, it's not the point. Yeah. God damn it. Love you, Brandon. Yeah. Miss you, Brandon. Um, All right. Well, before we wrap this up, I have a question for you. Go for it. If you had to get rid of one of them. Emerald. What would it be? Oh. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Lunch. And Why? That means everything that's associated with lunch, like food, like this is a lunch thing, it's mm-hmm. also gone. But a lunch thing could be also associated with dinner. Correct. But some things are associated with lunch. Like what? So when you think of toast, like, you know, toast with like butter and spread, you know, like jelly or jam. Yeah. Do you, I'm not saying it's only a breakfast item, but don't you normally like, wouldn't you put that more in like a breakfast, you know, part of your day? Yeah. Okay. Thank Why? 
Who were you having this argument with? My girlfriend. <laughs> it's because I made it sound. I think it's my fault. I'll take the blame here. I I might have said I don't remember, but I, clearly the reason why we were talking about it, and it's so funny going back and forth with her about this shit. But um, I think it's because I might have made it sound like it's a breakfast item. The point I was trying to make is that it's predominantly like something you have for breakfast. I'm not saying you can't have it during the day because, right. listen, a solid piece of toast with some butter on it and some jam or jelly, you can never go wrong. But I'm yeah, saying, like, typically, huh? said, so, yeah, you can. Listen, bitch. Typically, I'm just saying. There's no nutritional value there. Oh, my God. Just because you fucking live off prepackaged beets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, why not just do some avocado and toast and an egg? Boom. Do I look like an avocado toast and egg kind no, of guy? No, not so, not whatsoever. Yeah, I look like a fucking sausage McGriddle kind of guy. Should we talk about Mount Lassen? I mean, we already have on the podcast. Before. Oh, okay. I think you were on it too. Yeah, you know what? We did. Yeah, you fucking bitch. Do you want to <laughs> remind people how you almost killed me? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to go hike Mount Lassen, Eric and Ryan and myself. I'm over here because I could easily hike it. Mind the, you, the Jared's like head. 150 pounds. And, I'm 172. But he fucking looks like he's 150 pounds. <laughs> I weigh like four of him. Yeah, true, so but, yeah. the trailhead starts at like 7,500 feet and ends at, I don't know, 10,500 maybe. Uh, so I'm over here thinking like, oh, I've done the trail before. It's super easy. And I'm bringing you and Eric along. It's like, all right, they should have to do this. Should be able to do this, no problem. And I don't know. I thought you were physically fit enough to do that because I thought it was easy for everybody. <laughs> and then tell everyone what you said earlier. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. So I want you. So yeah, there is an update to this fucking story about my planned murder. Apparently, it wasn't a planned, <laughs> but it wasn't supposed to. You know. So what did you tell Chris at the table earlier? Do you remember what you said? I don't remember exactly how I oh, said it. I so if you remember it perfectly, please say so. You said, I don't know what it's like to live a life as a fat oh, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, like, man. I didn't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's like, no. I don't know what it's like. It's I thought, okay. like. I think we should fat shame. It's okay. Oh, I do too, but. Jesus Christ. I absolutely believe in we'll, that. We'll but. jump back into that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but no, I thought you were be healthy and physically fit enough to hike it. I didn't think it was going to be that horrible for you until I saw you struggling on the first fucking hill. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're going up the first fucking hill and I'm, you know, I'm struggling. We make it to technically one to two switchbacks, but on that second switchback, my fucking heart rate was like Yeah, I asked you what your heart rate was and you told me it was like 170 or 175. I was like, oh yeah, you need to stop and go back down the hill. <laughs> Literally felt like I was fucking dying. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let alone with all the less air up there. Sorry about the yawn, everyone. Um, Jared, let's talk about fat shaming real quick. What about it? It's so weird because I'm technically I am uh, technically by science in the medical field morbidly oh, well, obese. Oh, morbidly. I would say morbidly. Probably. Um, thanks. I'm not a scientist, so I don't know. I know, but <laughs> I like you're like probably motherfucker. Let me borrow. Everything. I love you. Anyways, love you too. Um, what, like, what are your what are your what's your take on like? Listen, some people really do have a struggle. Right. I do. I would not be fat if I didn't eat my feelings away. 100%. Is that what your issue is? You eat oh, your totally. feelings away? Yeah. I just had pizza today and I'm like, why? Like or right now you, I'm sitting here. I'm going, why did I just eat all that? Wait, what feelings? Are like happiness so that it just no, tastes it, so good it, and it's, it's just, a, I love junk food? Or is I think it like. Go ahead. Or I don't know. I just think it's the same way people drink and do drugs. 
It's the same thing with uh, soda. That's why I try to tell people. I'm like, our everyday things can be a problem. Everyone says too much of anything is a problem. Right. I couldn't agree more. And so I would drink like... Anal sex. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say dick or something because that's like your MO right now. Um, you know, like if you have too much soda, it's kidney stones and bad health. Well, I, I've done that. You know, I can You've drink... you kidney stones? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm just saying like I can... Like, I remember, like, the summer I worked at my job now in Temecula. Mm-hmm. I remember going to, like, a Del Taco and getting two, not one, but two large raspberry teas. What kind of raspberry teas? The Fuse raspberry tea. Oh, bomb, bro. It's fucking bomb. If you haven't had it. I've had it. I didn't like it. Oh, you must have had a bad batch because, dude, it's scary how delicious it is. I don't know. Anyways, I can pound both of those. And I'm talking, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. You know? Right. And I basically was living that way my entire life with soda, you know? Because um, that's so, what you loved and you were just addicted to it because that's what you wanted to drink. Yeah. And I like drinking more than I like eating food. And um, soda was always like a... It's weird that I say it like this because people always laugh. Mm-hmm. But I, I always felt like soda was like a delicacy. Like, I truly felt uh, lucky to be able to drink soda. Like, I... I think it was just the advertisements back in the day too, though. Like they did a really good job of marketing it, the the products. You know, I mm-hmm. watch TV all the time, so I'd see these uh, commercials. You know, we used to watch NASCAR every Sunday, and these guys are fucking drinking cokes, and it looks fucking delicious. And I'm like, I want to be that person. That's interesting. That means that advertisement actually worked on you. Oh, a hundred percent. I think marketing works on me not so much anymore, but I mean, like when I was a kid, a hundred percent. So basically, till this day. I eat my feelings away. So, like, let's say I'm having an off day. I'll go get, like, fast food. I'll eat that fast food, and then I'll feel great for five minutes, and then I'll feel like shit because of all the junk I just ate. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, something I have as a problem. You know, that's, like, something I'm working on. So I think back to to the point of this whole conversation coming up is, like, I think to a degree some fat shaming is really important. But some people, I would say, like myself, and I'm not even trying to – I think I should be fat shamed. I'm not worried about it. But I'm just saying, like, some people really do struggle, though. However, I guess I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. I don't know. None of us should be fat. No. Some people, uh, I think some people scientifically, it's too hard for them to lose that weight. There yeah, because be, that's just conditions their, for that. There's right? their, I, I don't know the exact science behind it, but it has to deal with their body type. And they're just naturally put on the weight easier. Because uh, I could eat as, just as much as someone else that's probably has that issue and i won't put on that weight as easy that's technically you and me but you and me can probably have the same diet probably not now i'm just too fat now but i'm saying i could probably get to a certain weight and then you and me live off the same diet that's not necessarily good for you or whatever and i would gain weight just at a just an extreme rate compared to you so yeah there is that of course i would still gain weight but true um but i think like one of the things i saw I've, I've seen recently and over, over the years is like morbidly obese, you know, models. Okay. Okay. So I know where you're going with this now, but I'm not going to go out of my way and fat shame somebody. If I see someone that like praises themselves and, and and tells people, Oh my God, we should have said this. Yeah. I think we probably should have, but like, I'm not going to go out of my way and disrespect somebody just because they're fat. Of course not. But they're like legit out in the public or, or just, 
I don't know. But if they're telling us it's okay to be fat, then and like, you're out of your goddamn mind. And telling people that what they that they look beautiful or uh, well, they might look beautiful to someone else. Well, know? like no, that's not what I'm being. It's just that at some point, like you get gain so much weight, like no, you're not beautiful. True. Well, I, I would just say like there's a beauty for someone out there, but True. but if you're fucking got rolls and shit. I mean, roles, bro. Like fucking Wally status. Don't fucking tell me everything's fine. Like yeah. it's not. Like you're so you're I quite get, literally a health risk. I have a co old coworker that uh, I used to work with for a job. I will not mention what it was. Um, you could just do that without doing it, you know? Yeah. Anyway, oh, that's good shit out yeah. of me. <laughs> Fucking fucking answering. Machine I thought it was a Chinese right like message coming through. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, they heard about fat shaming. All right, sumo wrestlers are like, "What did you say?" Yeah. Well, this he, guy, like, he was my trainer for the, my job, and I thought he was the smartest guy possible. And then just the way I worked with him for a week, it's just like, this guy eats like shit, and he's like perfectly happy with the with the way he lives. And I'm not judging that he lives with his parents. I'm not. That's not what I'm talking here to talk about. This guy's like in his thirties, late thirties. Um, uh, but he would—he just eat the most awful thing throughout the day, from breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then he would just like uh, talk about the CPAP machine that he has at home, okay. and that he would compare it with his buddy. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got the same attachment and the same machine. It works the best." I'm like, "Dude, you're literally fucking dying. Why are you like uh, talking so good about?" this CPAP machine that it's keeping you alive. Like what's yeah. so special about it? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess it's on the verge of dying. I don't know. It's not quite on the verge of dying, but like, dude, you're not breathing when you're sleeping. <laughs> True. I've been told I don't breathe for a little while when I'm sleeping. Um, I probably need one of those too, but I know my dad was on it for a while. I don't, he's not on it anymore, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I just, I think it's just a shame that, you know, I, I mean, it really, it stems from a lot of things. It stems from your upbringing, your mental health, um, how you perceive yourself as a person. Um, for me personally, I would say it's just because I perceive myself as Jabba the Hutt, even when <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it's the best way I could describe yeah. how fat I fucking feel. You're not that bad. Well, I'm pretty bad. But even when I wasn't, though, I felt like I do now. So even when I was half of my weight now, I still felt extremely fat. So it's just crazy for some of us out there. It's honestly, it's all in our head. We're just going to get out of our way. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is too, is like, and this isn't me defending myself or anything. I actually, I think I fucked up, you know, and I, it's something I'll work on eventually, even though I'm talking about French toast crumble cookies, which I will have this week. It sounds so terrible. Dude, trust me. They're pineapple upside. You like pineapple upside down cake. No, you? I don't. I'm not a big sweets guy. We're aware. Maybe that's what you need in your life. Um, fucking bitch. Um, anyways, you know, cookies have a very specific texture to them and taste to them. However, the cake, you know, cookies that the, uh, Crumble has made taste like the cake that they're re- made to replicate. Uh, it's me. Yeah. And I don't really know how they did that. You know, like it's mind blowing to me. So the French toast literally looks, it's a square cookie that looks like a one slice of French toast. It does. Which is mind-blowing, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's just toast. <laughs> yeah, right? So I'm still going to have that this week. But I just think it's the food, too, that we're being fed, dude. We're literally, like, being... It's like lambs to slaughter, man. Like, we're literally being fed 
the worst fucking shit on the planet. Well, you have control over what you eat. I'm not denying that. I'm saying that we're we were raised though, you know, by advertisements, which we talked about at the beginning of this fat shaming thing. Like, it's it's all brainwashing, really. You know, to some extent. Yeah, I would say to some extent for sure. It's not legit brainwashing, but that's why the advertisements are so enticing. That's why there's condensation on the fucking glass of Sprite that they show in the goddamn commercial. Those ads don't work on me, though. Just letting you know. <laughs> they work on a lot of other people because the, the fucking highest, biggest problem we have in this country is obesity. So clearly it works for mm. millions and millions of people just because it doesn't work for you. Oh, <laughs> you're, I know, I know. You're like, you know, you're not really, you don't meet that criteria. You I know? mean, I'll be honest. There's sometimes ads like pop up and like, damn, that junk food looks pretty good. But it's like, I'm not going to eat it all the time I could, of that ad. one of the last times it worked was actually recently so i was bored and it was a sunday and sundays are you know i used to love to just chill and maybe have like a pizza or something and i did i i saw an advertisement for pizza and i'm like this is something telling me i should have some pizza and i ordered a fucking pizza and i'm like why did i do that like why i don't know i f- the whole fat thing's weird to me i think um i don't think we should like like you said, I don't think we should go up to people like you're fucking fat. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I believe like, people should have the respect that they deserve, and that's just neutral respect for everybody. It's just if I ever see someone that's praises themselves for the way they are, it's like, no, I'm sorry. Well, no, you don't have to be no, I'm sorry. You can just be like, yeah, you know, good for you, I guess. But in your head, you're like, mm, you like have all of these health risks. You, you're like, how do you not see that in yourself? It's like it's not about taking away their happiness. Like if you if you have that kind of self love, then you you should you can use that power to lose it too. You know mm-hmm. to lose that weight. Especially if, if oh god. Well, no, I just think if someone's that mentally strong to be happy with themselves at a current weight, which is obesity, we're we're saying obese people, right? But do you think they're really mentally that strong to be happy with how they are? Uh, yeah, because that's my problem. If I are was you? mentally stronger, I wouldn't look like I do right now. Oh, yeah. Maybe I fucking confused. hate the way I look. So what I'm saying is, if I like the way I look, then I would say, oh, like, let me look at my brothers, who weigh less than I do. Well, if I like this now, I can like myself even more mm-hmm. by being, you know, having a healthier lifestyle. I'm just saying, like, I feel like those people could pull it off. Gotcha. I see where Everyone's different. It's kind of hard to articulate, but... Like, I lost 30 pounds, yeah. you know, besides, like, my injury and, and shit. I'm proud of you about that. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Like, I was on the treadmill every fucking day. Like, I did a month where I literally worked out seven days a week every day, mm. um, plus work. And I was just eating chicken and rice bowls. And I and you saw how I ate today or the stuff we've been eating this, like, last three days. Like, it's pretty, been pretty bad the last three days. <laughs> it's, fucking t- it's, been, it's been bad since I've been out of work. And thankfully, I'm back at work, but... I don't know, man. It's just so much easier for me as a person to eat like shit. Like, it's just so much easier to not care, you know, than making a nice chicken breast, couple thighs or whatever, whatever I eat that day, you know, in terms of protein mm-hmm. and then adding a salad or rice to that. Like, it's so much easier to just go, yeah, let me go sit in a drive through and get fat. Why is it easier for you to do it that way? Because I'm so used to it. Okay. I mean, I literally drive for work. Like, I, I go get fast food all the time for five years. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time driving around eating fast food, you know? How do you get out of that? You know, like, I don't like eating cold food. I don't want to eat sandwiches when I'm, you know, working. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about it today. Like, yesterday for a snack, I had a can of tuna. And it was fucking delicious. That's good. 
Yeah, it was like an hour and a half before you got here. Oh. And I had a can of tuna and a few crackers. I drink a couple of liquid deaths while I'm at work, you know, sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Two grams of sugar each can, you know, it's nothing. You're making a face? Uh, I, I really do not like those. <laughs> oh. Well, I've tried two of the, the two of each of the cans that you got in the fridge, and I've, I can't do them. Well, when it's either Sprite that's 50 grams of fucking 16 ounce I'll just can. take LaCroix. Oh, that's fucking gay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I like Dick. <laughs> we're aware. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, I know the the thing with me is, and I know we're not asking what's my problem, but as a well, no, I was curious because yeah, as an obese person, too. it's nice to talk about it. Go ahead, but your issue. Uh, my issue is that it is super easy to just go out and buy not super bad, but still junk and fast food options for dinner it's like you get off work and just like you know i'm not gonna cook dinner i'm just gonna so where where would you go um usually and what's uh, your order wherever you pick uh depending where it is if it's mexican i'll usually get uh some kind of massive burrito that has a bunch of protein and carbs in it and there's no nutritional value when it comes to vegetables in it but it's a meal right there and i'll just substitute it with some kind of vegetable i got in my freezer and it's not the healthiest thing but i'm it's better than going to McDonald's or Del Taco. Um, I mean, I still do those. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been pretty. It's been a weird cycle for me since last year. Um, yeah. It's been a normal occurrence for me. It's just like going, not every night, but I'll say like two or three nights a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely go out and just buy just junk food for dinner. What? That's something I used to do really bad, and I started doing it again when I was out of work and I'd go visit my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, this is in no way, shape, or form her fault. Her fucking family, um, you know, her mom makes killer fucking food, and so does she. Um, but I think if I'm out late enough, I want to eat again. Uh-huh. And so a couple of the times I'd come home from their house, like, I would go get fucking food. Well, for me, I just like food, so. Well, don't, but that's the thing, too. I'm like, I like food. Like, I'm in my thoughts about something. So. And it's hard to suppress that. Yeah, it is. Once you, once you like, start craving it or... Once you realize like how accessible it is mm-hmm. and like how much you can just go do it, like you just do it. But I would have fucking meals though. <laughs> like it's not like oh I'm gonna go to In and Out and because it's fucking 11 p.m. and I'm just I want to eat something real quick. Let me not get a protein burger and like a drink. No, I would still have my full fucking meal that I would have at any time of day. And it's like, dude, it's terrible. Um, I don't. I probably shouldn't quote him too much, but my friend, you know, who works out and stuff, and he kind of mm-hmm. like helped me out with some stuff. He was saying that like eating late isn't really the end of the world; it's what you eat and how often you do it. So he's like, if you do it every once in a while, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But he's like, if you're doing it every night, that's a fucking serious problem, which is what I was starting to do again. But that's what I used to do back in the day, though. I would eat late at night, like fucking, fucking full on meals, basically, man. Like it's it's fucking nuts how much bullshit we can put in our body before you realize like dude what am i doing yeah i get to the point where i'm just absolutely disgusted with myself it's pretty much how i am right now sitting here these yeah last three days, for know? me it's not so much that i like the food even though i do like the food but it's not why i'm going out to get the food it's just because uh we'll probably talk about that on another it just works podcast because <laughs> it's just working it out yeah it's just oh the last two years have been rough for me and it's like it's easy for me i'm not going to waste my time making dishes in my kitchen and cooking meals and 
if I, especially Sundays are my meal prep days. And if I don't do that, then I'm absolutely fucked for that uh, week. <laughs> well, it's like so much easier too to just like go somewhere else and order something like you said, and then just like not have to worry about cleanup mm-hmm. not have to worry about this or that. Something I usually do. Um, it's a little healthier option is going to Panda Express and just picking up like two large ca- uh, containers of teriyaki chicken. And then I'll use that for uh, a salad uh, that I make at home. And now that'll last me about two or three days. Dude, have you ever had their honey walnut shrimp? Dude, it's so fucking good. Honestly? But I can only do like a small container. Anything more than that. It's just like, okay. I feel disgusted. Oh. It's too sweet. But. Oh. Well, it's probably not like. Statistic. It's probably sweet. It's pretty bad. But it's good. It's probably got a lot of sugar in it. Overall, well, just carbs overall. Oh, uh, that shit's bomb though. I yeah. used to get like, I used to get that teriyaki chicken and chow mein and rice. Fuck. Pandas kind of stepped it up a bit, I would say. Mm-hmm. No. In what way? I didn't like Chinese food when I was a kid. So as an adult going there now, I'm like, oh, it's not bad. And would it be my go-to? No, is it real, authentic Chinese food? Absolutely not, but it's good. So here's a. So we're kind of done with the fat shaming thing. I think we've established where we feel where it's just, I think it's sad that a lot of us don't care more about ourselves to just better our health yeah. for the general. And like I said, I, I will give people the respect that they deserve. And especially if I don't know, everyone deserves neutral respect. And that being said, I absolutely love it when people are uh, changing their lives uh, for the better from fat to trying to bring themselves to uh, a healthier uh, body figure and, uh, better health, especially women, because I think that's the hottest shit ever. Okay, that's just a thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You, you know what? I don't. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh my god, I gotta get with her, but I have seen like couples, you know, go from like heavy set to, you know, pretty fit. I would say for their body type, and wow, the transformation on some of those women is fucking mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Or even just like, them just in the process is like, if you're that determined, and I see you multiple times, like, yeah, you, that's hot. Yeah, it's. It is uh it is awesome. That's why I'm like I don't I don't know why I don't do it, you know, cuz it did feel great. It felt good to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt good to to share it with people cuz everyone's all excited about it. And you know, cuz they're doing their thing too. It is it is a good feeling. It's definitely way it's a way better feeling too than um eating your feelings away with junk food, you know. So mm-hmm. that's I think my problem is ultimately like if I'm with people, like if I'm with you, if I'm with my girlfriend, with a family, with friends and like we go out somewhere or we like we eat somewhere like i, I just want to enjoy it mm-hmm. you know? oh yeah you're out with people you yeah. should enjoy it to the most you can but without once you've reached that limit where you feel full just end it oh that's one thing i haven't done in a really long time and something i've learned probably this year is like i've i've realized i've met that bridge or crossed that uh bridge it's like okay i'm full it's time to stop which i did not do tonight I'm still regretting it. <laughs> you say you're still hungry right now? No, I'm still regretting it. Oh, yeah, those two extra pieces you had. Those two extra servings. Yeah. Same here. I didn't eat it. It just tasted so good. It did. Um, that's something I actually am very happy about that I don't really do that much anymore. I have to catch myself is overeating like that. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you overeat and you just feel completely bloated and useless and... Oh, it's a horrible feeling. I used to do that all the time, though. So I wouldn't just do it every now and then. It would literally be like every day in my early 20s or when young teenager, young adult. Like, dude, it's fucking... It's crazy. And uh, it really makes you wonder why you do it to yourself. But 
there's a ton of stuff that everyone does to themselves where it's like, Ugh. mine was just food and uh, being fat. Mm-hmm. So, um, God, where were we going though before we got back into the? Uh, it wasn't the chicks working or you know people. No, it wasn't that because that was our final say on that shit. God, I had a really good question for you. Son of a bitch. I'm so sorry. You motherfucker. Oh, man. It was like going to totally lead into like another thing. Uh, yeah, because I remember, but. <laughs> you remember, but. I remember it started leading to it, but I don't. You remember it was. Fuck. On its way to something. Dude, what the fuck? It's going to bother me. Should we cut it off right now and come back to it nope, in five minutes? No, nope. We're going to make the listener just sit here and listen. We are so sorry. Yeah. My bad listeners. Well, it's funny that we're struggling on, or you're struggling on uh, what we were going to talk about because I always try to come up with stuff for you. Um, like I just, like whenever I think of something and I'll be listening to podcasts or audiobook or just be doing something in my normal life. But sometimes like when I'm driving and I don't have time to write it down, I forget it. Like I had like two, I had like a topic. Got What's it. Up? What do you got? I remembered it. What is it? So we were talking about Panda Express, and I said that it's not authentic Chinese food. Yeah. And you said, of course not. So my question for you, I, I fucking remembered it, dude. Did you see my brain? I was, like, fucking focusing on it. Mm-hmm. Did you see my eyes? I was like, I must remember. I was a little terrifying. So a lot of people go, that's not really authentic Chinese food or whatever. That's not real Mexican food. Right. I've had like real Italian food. I've had like real Mexican food. I've had obviously we've had, we've had real Mexican food. Uh, I've had real Mediterranean food, Chinese food, and sometimes it tastes just the same as Panda, right? The Chinese food. So what are your what are your thoughts on when people say it's not? Because some people mean authentic as in literally like a cultural thing, which I totally get. I think that's what I mean. Oh, is that what you mean? Yeah, because some people just mean authenticity as in. Oh, just because it's not some fucking hole in the wall cat and dog shop, you know, mm-hmm. you know where they fucking cook dogs, you know. I just because it's not that, it's not real Chinese food. But I've had real Chinese food at several occasions, and like mm, it's all the same shit, unless you mean the the love that's put behind the food as a cultural experience. So is that what you kind of lean? Into? I think so because every time I go to Pan Express and I've like I've seen their surveys before, it's like, do you consider Pan Express to be, uh? Authentic, or authentic Chinese experience or food is like no, it's, there's no culture here. It's yeah, just, Pablo making the fucking white rice isn't really Chinese. Yeah, I mean it tastes like Chinese food. It's good food. It tastes like Chinese food. It's just it's such a dumb thing. To it's say. not authentic when what it comes just, to cultural. Yeah, I hate what I just said. What I said just because Pablo is making white rice doesn't mean it's not Chinese. Like, what, what, that doesn't mean that he couldn't learn the you know the culture. You know what if he learned the culture behind Chinese food and, and, you know, the cuisine and, you know, learning how to cook it in a certain way. I didn't take it that way. Oh, well, that's how I sounded. I felt like I sounded and like, that's not what I mean, but yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, well, I guess it didn't turn into a big conversation like I I was expecting it to, but that is something I always feel though. Like people are like, it's not authentic. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like it's, it's got the same technical ingredients. It's just maybe not made with the same kind of love and passion and, and origin of ingredients. So, like, for instance, people say Olive Garden is not real Italian food. It is, by definition, not real Italian food because they mean, like, fucking, like, real-ass mom-and-pop, like Pietro's off Brockton. Have you not had that place yet? No, but I've had Belka de Pepe's, or Bepu. 
Boca de Pepe. Is that still, it's still around? Dude, yeah, the place is so fucking good. And that's Dude, where's the place we went to for your birthday once? Where it was like in an old part of him or San Jacinto. We went to Oma and Opa. Like, dude, literally our entire family. probably Milano's. Non- 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 what? It's probably Milano's. Oh, I'll have to look it up. Um, it's still there? Yeah, it's still there. Anyways. But I hate when people are like, it's not authentic Chinese food or Italian food. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Lasagna is lasagna, bro. Everyone prepares it differently. And all these Italian, you know, chefs mm-hmm. in Italy or out here in the States, everyone prepares it differently. So what what difference does it fucking make? Like, that doesn't bother you when people say that? Because sometimes not it bothers really. me because I'm like, I'm like, I didn't order it because I thought it was authentic. I just, I like the flavor. I like the taste of this, this type of dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it doesn't bother me because... I don't know. I don't consider Olive Garden to be good uh, well, yeah, Italian it's, it, food. Yeah, it's definitely but not. But authentic-wise, I like the that. Job done. When someone says that, like, I don't care. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, I care. I don't know why. Just because you love Olive Garden. I do. I don't go anymore, but I do. Pietro's is where it's at. That place has been been there since the fucking 70s. That's some real-ass Italian food. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, I think Olive Garden's delicious for what it does. It's just a... It's just a chain restaurant that's there to get their job done. And it's adequate. Yeah, if you want something, some adequate Italian food on the go, you know, if you want it in a quick hurry, then they're going to take care of you. Whereas other places like Pietro's or Milano's or what's the other place? Uh, Becu, Becu de Pepe? Yeah, I don't know. they're going to take a while. You know, they prepare that shit. So that's uh, that was the thing I wanted to bring up. That actually is, though. I'm really glad I remembered it. That's good. Yeah, because that would have killed you all night if you couldn't remember. Well, considering it came back up and didn't do much, I guess it didn't make a difference. <laughs> Fucking guy. We went down the road and explored it. We did. So uh, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, you know, well, uh, thank you for listening to the Just Working It Out episode where we talk about shit, fat shaming, and authenticity of food and food habits and more mental health problems. Um, I love these conversations though. To be, yeah, I'm just now remembering some topics that I want to talk about. We'll get that. Oh, go ahead. We'll do, do that another time. Do it now. I forgot. Fucking <laughs> bitch! Just throw one topic out there. Oh, actually, this is a fun one. Jesus Christ! Um, so, how many hours do you think you? Yes, would... I've had sex in public. Yeah, me too. Oh. Um. Anyway, this gay sex. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Jesus! Really coming out to the family this weekend? Huh? Yeah, no, I just like saying good shit for all the people that don't know me. Don't know me. Um, He's probably by. It's okay. Though. Maybe, but we don't. We'll never find out. Yeah, on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Anyways, what? Um, how many hours do you think you've uh, recorded uh, recorded yourself uh, speaking between know. the hour, the hours of the episodes that you've published and the hours of stuff that you haven't. Uh, published excuse me i would say that i haven't published probably five hours that's it yeah that's not that much that nothing from the early days before you started podcasting when you used to do music i would say the early days probably like two hours i mean you gotta think when i was doing music songs are only like three minutes long yeah that's true and then the test podcast i did i think the longest one was like 20 minutes so how many episodes you got now like 100 I have 123, like, just, it just works, right? Regular episodes, and I have, this is the 14th. 14th? Just working it out that we're recording right now. So almost 150 episodes. So at least at a minimum, probably close to 140 hours of speaking Uh to yourself or with other people. 
um i would say that's good speech practice right there and uh from the beginning from your podcast of in the beginning of it um to where you are now it definitely shows how well you've progressed in uh in a way public speaking yeah i mean i took a i took a public speaking class in oh, college yeah so we had to it was really cool i don't i wish i remember the professor's name because i always remember his class very fondly but every week we would have to go and give a speech at, at nice. the beginning of class everyone goes up and gives a speech every week nice and then you'd be critiqued on it like they'd literally call out things i'm curious so, how uh that entire class in that semester um from the beginning to the end how did that progress did it, uh, i fucking killed it yeah at first i was nervous and then you, you know, established couple, that uh uh comfortability of speaking in front of people oh yeah like i always i fucking feared it like kill me mm-hmm. just fucking put a bullet in my head yeah when i was a kid all the way up to high school and then the first couple that i did in college i was fine after that mm-hmm. because i didn't really have a social personality you know i, I didn't have a real personality i would really? say until like senior yeah i felt you always had Dude, that. i've been a douchebag my entire life like i just was an asshole you know i was just a dick for no reason i was just a kid i mean i was just a kid but I felt like I wasn't like a really, I wasn't a bad person. Literally, I've done nothing bad in my life. You know, if you want to consider drop trading RuneScape items, it's not that big fucking of a fucking dick. deal. Fucking pussy, Jarrett. <laughs> um, but no, like I've never done anything horrible, but I just felt like I could have always been a better person. But that's where like getting a job out of high school and being in public, which is what my mom would um, agree with. It's just like getting out of my bubble, getting out of that bubble of family and friends and and going experiencing the real world mm-hmm. helped me a lot socially. And then, so by the time I took that class, cause I was like 21, 22, I'm sorry, 20. Um, you know, I, I did a couple speeches every week, probably a couple speeches in that, that whole, like being nervous about it completely went away. Mm. Yeah. I did a presentation for work like recently. Yeah. Like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Mm-hmm. I fucking killed it. Yeah. Yeah. You like still get nervous was, a little bit, like, before you go up in front oh, of everybody, yeah. but once you get there? Yeah, like, you definitely get nervous, I would say, like, a little bit, but I know what I'm capable of, and I know that my goal, no matter what, is to make sure everyone has a good time, and when people feel your good intentions, when they can tell that you're actually trying, that there was effort put into something that you're doing, which is something that we've heard when we were kids, but for whatever reason, I chose to not understand it until I was a goddamn adult, mm-hmm. uh, people people just want to love what you're doing when it's the same thing with like the whole working out. Like we just talked about working out and just having a healthier lifestyle. When people see, like you said with the women, you know, when you see someone trying to better themselves or trying to actually excel at something, you have nothing but respect for that. And you just Mm -hmm. want to, you know, show that. So I think when I was doing the presentation for work, people clearly saw that I gave a shit. It's about a brand that I love that we sell. And it's about a brand that I love fucking drinking. Yeah. Did it come out of your heart? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, dude, it was fucking amazing. I killed it. I shredded that shit. <laughs> like, um, like if same- you're able to sell something and persuade people, or just give a speech about something that's coming from your heart, that's usually easier to sell to people. Yeah. So I was like committed to it. So I would say no. The speech class went great. You know, and and doing these a hundred, almost hundred fifty episodes, it's definitely I would say helped. But I talk. I've every, noticed it. I've talked every day for work. You know, like. I mean, I'm literally constantly talking to people all day at work about our programming, our brands, 
what can we do to increase the business between them and our own business? Because if my store is doing better, I'm doing better. Mm -hmm. And so is my company. So everyone wins at the end of the day. Uh, But yeah, there's a lot less us and ums. I can tell you that much. I noticed that. Because I um, am still working on that shit. I tried on. You just think about it. I just think about it for a millisecond before I speak. And then it usually works out. It's really hard to do, but... I tell people all the time, like, it, like, because Eric is a very good critique of this podcast, just like you are. But I tell him, like, go listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. They uh and um all the fucking time. And that dude makes $60 million a goddamn contract from Spotify. Like, it's just no one's perfect. Like, you're just... The whole point of this is to just talk like normal people. Yeah. You're going to uh and um in public all the fucking time. So... It's just a matter of trying to make this the most entertaining as possible. But I've, I've heard from a ton of people that they enjoy listening to my voice, which is crazy because that's the thing I noticed when I first started the podcast. I was like, I fucking hate my voice. Right. But it probably felt uncomfortable. I was like, what? Was, who am I? It's it probably almost imposter syndrome. It was so cringy to listen to the podcast. It was horrible. I hated it. But being this far in the game, it's actually helped my voice. And, you know, my job has helped my voice. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a... Because Eric used to say I'm very monotone and whatnot, but now when I'm like working on the treadmill or in the truck driving, like I do sing-alongs. Now, granted, you're singing along to the song, so it does always kind of sound decent. It but, sounds amazing to you, though. But I noticed in my voice, it sounds pretty good. So yeah, I would say after all these episodes and and just having confidence and and being able to articulate words and actually have a um, a decent conversation, yeah, it's helped me out tremendously. Yeah. Okay, that's why I like having people on the podcast too, though. Like you can look at like Brian, I would say Eric's getting a lot better. Brandon, I I've always felt Brandon from day one actually felt very natural, but I would say Eric and Brian, you listen to them all these episodes down. Brian specifically, Brian just sounded like it's about as casual as you can get. But you have yeah. him on these days, like dude, dude's fucking killing it. You know, you're the same way. I know that's something you dislike about yourself because you feel like maybe there's some words you don't articulate very well. Oh, I you, do terribly. I, there's a reason why I went through I speech just, therapy. I just think you get in your head ago. about it. Um, you did it like earlier today. Like I was talking to you about the controller, you know, and you kind of like snapped about it. But it's like I just think you're getting in your own head about certain things because you you are a great person to have conversations with, and you're very good about your speech. That's so the, if I could articulate everything that I'm thinking of, because. Like, uh, I think I think the reason why your brain a little bit. Yeah. I do because I don't like being put on the spot and like what, trying to think what, of everything what, what I need. Do you think that stems from? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah, because it's, it's um, not like we, you know, anyone's really well, put you on the spot here. You yeah. Know? Uh, well, that's why I kind of brought up how many hours you think you've spoke so far. Um, I would say 200 hours. It's a good solid start. Yeah. And that the fact that you made this many improvements is really good. I try. I would like to make some money off this someday. Yeah. I think I'm in the whole, you know, not that it's about making money. I'm just saying it would be awesome because you're creating content that people like to consume, hopefully. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully the podcast continues to grow and then make money off it. Because, yeah, I'm probably in the whole, you know, a few thousand right now. So, Mm. and this microphone right here is $400. (laughs) This interface is $200. But, yeah, no, I, I love doing this. I love improving on it. Um, a lot of people listening these days give incredible feedback. Everyone says they like it, so we're doing something right. I mean, I think the reason why... You're doing something right. Thank you. You know, I think the reason why people enjoy it is because it's, it's extremely authentic. Like, there is no script. I didn't give you anything before we hit record. Like, that's it, you know? Yeah, that's what scared the show. I mean, this, tonight is like, you want to record? I'm like, 
fuck. All right. <laughs> and here we are about an hour later. Well, I'll explain why I brought this to- topic up real quick. Oh, I thought you were trying to cut it off. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you had something else to say after the explain part. You oh. Me, you threw me off a little bit. You know, threw me off when you said we were out of here an hour later. I was like, oh, you want to cut this off right here now? Yeah, oh. I mean, is there anything else you want to bring up? <laughs> oh, no, because this was whole part of, th- part of why I was wanting to know how long how well you've been speaking for how long is because I've been avoiding this podcast to, to speak with you um, just because I hate speaking and hate public speaking. But not a single person's ever said, oh, Jared sucks. Right. And that's In not, fact, the I only don't person care. who's gotten critiqued is Alex. Why? And he's going to, if he ever listens, he's already known what I'm about to say. Because Alex responds with yes. <laughs> just a single word answer? Yeah. Like his answers are fucking single word. Fuck you, Alex. Elaborate on your answers, god damn it. Just kidding. Well, open, the ask open ended questions. I answer pretty solid questions, you know, okay? You know, he could take it a little bit farther. I mean, yes. Right. No. Like, come on, add a few more words to that shit. Give me something here. But like, no. He's it's, improved on that quite a bit, yeah. actually. Love you, Alex. Yeah, I love you. Um, but no, for me, it's like, I don't care what people think about me and then how I speak. It's more of like kind of how you thought thought of yourself listening those first probably like 25 50 episodes i don't know how many of listening to yourself is like oh my gosh i'm feel so uncomfortable hearing my voice why do i sound like that and it's not about like i don't care or it's not it's not about how i feel or how other people perceive me with my voice it's more of a i do not like the way i sound so where i was going with that is that i've been trying to join toastmasters or a Toastmaster organization. What's that? Uh, Toastmasters. It's a public speaking uh, club. Oh, nice. Um, unfortunately, I tried multiple times through phone and email with uh, the one with the chapter in Reading, and they uh, they have yet to get in contact with me. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going to be practicing my public speaking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, but, you were that so concerned with it. Just well, write no. topics down and then come on the goddamn podcast. It's free content for me, bro. Come on, this <laughs> bitch. What the, what the fuck, you selfish bastard? Well, no, it's just like, in the past, too, like, I didn't really want to get on the po- podcast with you because, like, you guys were exploring all the Marvel films. Like, oh, that's, that's, that's totally not my subject of... It's pretty funny to have you on, though. Those are some weird-ass episodes. I wasn't on either. You were on the Avengers one. No, I wasn't. Dude, you're, what podcast did we do with all six of us? It was you, me, Mike, I don't think it was Chris ever published. Or published. No? Not with, if, there was no Avengers podcast that I did. Are you sure? My point is, I never did the Marvel stuff because that wasn't my field of expertise because I never cared about those movies too much. Well, I mean, Halo, Xbox, Elder Scrolls, and RuneScape is, and you don't want to do that either. Anyway, <laughs> I was just like curious about your experience with growing uh, in your public speaking. Yeah, I mean, I would say a lot of it has to do with my job and just, you know, being on Xbox and talking to people and trying to carry conversations. But, you know, that's probably something I could still work on, too, is carrying conversations in, like, public and stuff. For whatever Mm -hmm. reason, the podcast is pretty easy to do. But, you know, just uh, speaking's hard sometimes, especially when you do it all day. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. I I think the most I've done is two and a half podcasts in one day. That was a lot. It was horrible. You got to take breaks in between. Yeah, it was rough. I, I did two back to back. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, it was, it was something else. But yeah, so I would say like these 180, 200 hours worth of recording definitely pays off. But I also really don't put thought into it. I just go out there and I just try to do my best and I always try to improve on if anyone at all says anything, like any inkling of any critique, I take it and try to work on it. Right. And that's good. That's also my job in real life too, though. 
like my job is to get critiqued and then anything that gets critiqued i have to fix it so it's all a beautiful circle of life that i love i love doing this though i love talking about it because i I just you know the thing is the reason why this podcast started is because i wanted to create a community where people can be authentic and be themselves you know they don't have to feel like they can't say something because of agendas Mm -hmm. which i know it sounds a little political but it's just the truth like i just think people aren't being able to speak their minds you know if you're saying something wrong or like confessing something terrible that's a little different but if you're just saying you don't like this and people are shutting you down because of that i think that's bullshit but at the same time, I would just listen to like the IGN podcast, like Xbox Podcast Unlocked is the Xbox IGN podcast. Mm-hmm. And when these people would talk about like Halo or something, they wouldn't know like the simplest facts and it would bother the fuck out of me. Like it would kill me inside. And granted, I'm a mega fucking fan. Obviously, I know this shit. But still, I feel like it's important to the listener that you know this stuff. Granted, they're a journalist. They are writing on games. They're doing reviews. They don't have time to be the biggest Halo fan in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just wanted to provide something where people could go to that, where people could have that person who knows a good amount of whatever the subject material is. And that's why typically, if I do talk about something that I'm not an expert on, that I don't feel like I'm an expert on, I usually say it at the top of the show. But yeah, the podcast is fun, man. I like talking. Um, I would like to get there someday. That's why I want to join Toastmasters and learn public speaking. Or and you just do a bunch of episodes and have give me free content. <sighs> it's so. gotta, well, I'll be happy to help you. It's just gotta, think about it's it. Gotta be, you, it's got to be a it, subject that I'm willing to talk about. That's what I'm like, saying. Write down no, topics no and morals. then you tell me what they are and then I'll, we'll fucking talk about it. But think about it. You would literally have a catalog of your own improvement. You do Toastmasters, True. you won't have that. Yeah, you'll well. have it with it just works. I'll have <laughs> <laughs> trying to sell me shit yeah you're like god damn it i'm sold sign me up go on patreon.com backslash it just works podcast don't worry it doesn't exist don't <laughs> but if you want to send me money you know you're more than welcome to at uh you know we'll figure it out yeah i'll give you guys my email reach out uh, you can sell me or paypal you want my paypal i'll give you guys my paypal anyways yeah just come on the podcast more with topics that you want to discuss and then i'll help you improve true yeah are you good now? I think we're good to wrap this up. I think we're good to wrap yeah, this up. Yeah, I think we've, I think we've covered a lot. Yeah, yeah. We're still missing Brandon to cover like the other hour of this. <sighs> Brandon, where are you at? God damn it, Brandon! Really he's not, he's never here. gonna hear this. So what? He doesn't listen to the podcast. What? Yeah, I'm gonna not it, tell Brandon. him I said this. Fuck you, Brandon. Brandon, I love I'm you. Just kidding, I love you. But uh, text me if you actually listen this far. Anyways, <laughs> Jarrett, mysterious stranger. Thank you for being back on the podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. This is Just Working Out, part of the It Just Works podcast. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Good night. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm hit.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 